Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's my check. It's my check. Hello, horny babies. Thanks for tuning in to Mike Check, the only show where two comedians watch the entire filmography of Mike Myers just to check if it's still good. <laughs> Does that get longer every time I say it? That feels, that feels like it gets a minute longer every single time. Hi, I'm Cameron James. I'm one of the co-hosts of this show. Just a little message up top. We've been getting a lot of new listeners lately. Hello, welcome to the Mike Check Republic. We welcome you with open arms. Just a little heads up for you guys. This episode is a little bit different to normal. It's a little bit isn't that special, if you will. Uh, Mike Check is normally all about Mike Myers, but this episode ain't about Mike at all. This is a spin-off app that we call Carving It Up. Carving It Up. <laughs> is the only podcast within a podcast where two comedians watch the entire filmography of Dana Carvey just to check if they still, in fact, carve it up. Whatever that means. Carving it up, carving it up is one of the stupidest ideas that we've had on this thing. Um, listeners from the beginning will remember we did an episode earlier on in the year it was about episode seven and that was all about dana's film master of disguise it's the stupidest episode we've ever done it's a fake podcast within a real podcast that already has a really ridiculous premise uh and so this is a follow-up to that alexi is the host of this show that seems to be set in a parallel universe to this one um, I'm a guest on it, and we have another very special guest as well. So please prepare for a very stupid pod within a pod that's all about Dana. Enjoy carving it up! This episode of Carving It Up... Sorry, I fucked it up, didn't say it properly. This episode of Carving It Up... I can't say the name <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> carving It Up. This episode of Carving It Up is brought to you by Dana Carvey Straight White Male 60, the new Dana Carvey Netflix special. It's stand-up comedy on your Netflix account. You can watch this on Netflix whenever you want. Emmy-winning comedian Dana Carvey blends pitch-perfect takes on big personalities with so true it hurts stories from his life as a dad of millennials. You can catch it on Netflix. Now, on to the show. <laughs> Now, have you ever wondered what it's like 
when you shut the door and leave your pets inside, what's going on in their lives? Do they have their own little secrets? Do they go on their own adventures? Or do they just sit around fucking around and picking up garbage off the floor and eating it? Well, that's the question that Dana Carvey tries to answer in his latest film, <laughs> The Secret Life of Pets. I'm Alexi Toliopoulos, and I'm the host of Carving It Up, the Dana Carvey podcast, where we go through the films and comedy comic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just had a little bit of a choke, guys, but uh, lucky I can edit that out. Um, the films and comedic works of Dana Carvey, renowned comedian and comedic actor. Uh, I'm joined today by two local Sydney comedians who are, I must say, quite funny. And I'm here to talk, I wanted their takes on this film because this film features a great comedic cast. So I wanted to find out what their thoughts on this film are. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, stop. I'm joined today by uh, comedian Becky Lucas. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. I'm all right, actually. I. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got a, I've been having these headaches lately and I'm scared. But anyway. Um, Do you get a lot of material out of stuff like that? <laughs> I'm working on a bit about the pressure um, I'm feeling in my frontal lobe. That sounds really funny. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> I'm also joined by returning guest Cameron James, local comedian and podcaster. Hey Lex, how's it going? I'm well, thanks. Will you behave yourself this time on the show? Oh, sorry, I got a bit naughty last time, didn't I? Uh, said a few swear words, maybe. I'll keep it very clean this time. Thank you so Cameron much. Cameron has the attitude right now of when you're in primary school and your teacher is like, you know, the, your teacher is your auntie or something and you, you're acting a bit naughty because you can. That's a really funny your, observation. Yeah, because you're like hosting, is it not? <laughs> I think, no, I think it's really funny. I, I don't, I tend not to laugh. Okay. I'm more of a comedic scholar, so okay. I appreciate jokes like that. Can I? But yes. It's Can not I a say joke? something? You may, sure. Um, I just want to. Is it going to be funny? No. Okay. Uh, uh, this is a little bit serious up the top. I just want to clear the air. Um, yeah. Becky was honest. She said she's been a bit worried about her health lately. She's been feeling a bit bad. I'll be honest too. I, I'm having a bad day. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> just earlier, Becky made fun of my pants and I snapped and I shouldn't have snapped. Well, I'm you, sorry. You snapped in a way that scared me. To he- bloody heck. Yeah, I know. I'm I sorry. Went, I was to, to, to heck and back. Yeah, to heck and back. Well, it's great to have you back in the studio. Because when I snapped, <laughs> I saw that I saw the white of your eyes and I'm just so sorry. I think because I'm so accurate in my um, depictions of, of, you know, what I see and I'm able to relate them so So clearly. how did you describe my I just, pants you looked, again? Like your pants look like <laughs> the pants of a nerd who, <laughs> who takes up tango dancing. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and when you said that, I reacted by storming into my room. Room, slamming the door, and, and I can only imagine that from what you heard from out here was muffled it was a screams. It was a cacophony of very clear <laughs> It wasn't muffled? No, no. Okay, right. I was trying to muffle it into my pillow. I'm sorry. Yeah, we heard everything. Okay. It was right. clear. It was actually quite clear, almost as if you were yelling it through the keyhole of your bedroom door. <laughs> could you see, when you looked at the keyhole, could you see a blinking eye? We just saw red. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. the back of your tonsils. <laughs> yeah. Swinging. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're having a lot of fun here on the Carving It Up podcast. We're having more fun on the podcast than off. <laughs> That's good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm, it's really great to have you guys in here. Now, Becky, as a comedian, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Sure. Um, so, Dana Carvey's comedian. Have you ever heard of him before? Mm. I've seen his name thrown around, you yeah. know, but I've never investigated him too much as a, as a, a performer. But well, I know I, I'm aware of some of his work. And what, what works are you aware of? Look, I couldn't say exactly. 
Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but like, um, I know he's seen what he was in and what he was, you know, I know he's respected and shit. Yeah, he's very respected mm. and shit. <laughs> uh, he's actually not shit. He's actually really talented and um, he's one of the great heroes of comedy. Last time Cameron was here, we talked about uh, Dana's time in SNL very yeah. briefly. Now, SNL, what is that? <laughs> SNL to me is showbiz, I would say. And Becky, what is SNL to you? Um, a show where they dress up and do little skits that I never find that funny. Sorry. Mm, acid tongues. Mm, I just, I've never gotten into SNL. I'm sure there's great stuff. It's just not something I ever... There's a lot of great stuff. You look back in the 90s, you got Wayne's World. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know, That's I know, I know. It's like everyone... And then like up until like now, you know, you've got the Booger Brothers. You've got, um, <laughs> you've got Carol Taint. Um, you've got... <laughs> You've got Sniff My Shorts. Yeah, like, you got, there's so yeah, many right. funny classic sketches. Billy and Boom I mean, Bats. who could forget that opening scene when, when that woman sung the song? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was hilarious. Yeah. That's the funniest thing that's yeah, ever happened that on this really funny. When Hillary Clinton sang <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. That was, was I'm still actually I'm, laughing I'm about laughing. it. I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, we um, find yeah, humor funny. in some of the strangest things in this world. And I just want to know. <laughs> Um, Becky, as a as a, a, a woman in comedy, mm-hmm. were you ever influenced by the church lady? Uh, it's one that? of it's one of Dana's characters. Um, uh, that, no, I, she's a very demure woman, but she's quite acid tongued. Oh no, I <clears throat> I don't know where my humor came from. It was it was. Just, I know where it came from. Oh, where? <laughs> no, I was gonna burn you really hard. I'm not yeah, going where? Not appropriate on <laughs> this kind of show, but don't worry, don't I appreciate worry. the thought, Cameron, trying to bring a bit of humour, maybe to I some. I swear to God, I'll burn you so. No, hard. you have no idea how much I could destroy you. Really? You really have no idea. Oh, go right ahead. I've got dirt, baby. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I bought a worm farm. <laughs> Had to buy a lot of dirt for that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's in Cameron's bedroom. Yeah. You got to look under the bed. You know how I'm some people right have now. like a water bed? I've got a worm farm bed. <laughs> oh my God, that's why you've been looking like shit lately. Huh? <laughs> Excuse? I just see your skin and your wow. your general demeanor. You're crooked back. You look like a Z. Listen, you look like three Zs in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Snooze, I'm going to sleep. To answer your question, no, I didn't take much comedic inspiration. You know, I really don't know where my... I've got very funny aunties. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's important to not absorb but to do. Yeah, well, I'm and a that's bit... That's what I try to do. I don't think I could ever try and do something like that. I'm more of um, a serious type. Right. So, yeah, see, I think uh, I sort of get my inspiration. Like, Bill Cosby was huge for me. I, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, though. I never got into Bill Cosby. No, I was, he's a big shit. influence on me. I don't like his comedy much, but <laughs> it's like the way he lives his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His morals and all that. <laughs> all right, let's edit this out. Okay. Although I have been making more and more rape jokes lately. They are funny. They are funny, they aren't are funny. they? What's so, your favourite one? Um. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time that we take a quick little break here on the Dana Covey Podcast and hear a word from our unofficial sponsor. Hey guys, if you're looking for a laugh this weekend, no need to leave the house. Live comedy may be thrilling, but it's even more funny when you're watching it in the comfort of your own home on the TV. That's right, you can watch Dana Carvey's latest comedy special on Netflix right now. It's called Straight White Male 60. You can look it up on Netflix. Here's a clip. You know, when you go to McDonald's and you get a bunch of fries, what's up with the fries? Funny stuff. Enjoy it in the comfort of your own home. You can do whatever you want and wear whatever you want while you watch it. And we're back talking Danica V here on 
Carving it up, the Dana Carving Podcast. <laughs> I just forgot the name of your own podcast. Yeah. I, well, I've had a really tough day as well. I know you guys, you're able to channel into some kind of humor and stuff, but uh, I'm a darker soul. I can't really, I, just, I can't challenge it funny. I kind of try and write some poetry and stuff about my oh, life. Oh, okay. And it's not, it's not always appropriate to talk about it on the air. What happened, man? Well, I, I guess I can talk about it. Um, I've just been real sick recently. Yeah. Um, had a bit of a cough and um <laughs> that sent you spiraling? Oh yeah. Just one cough. Well, you, you are a sheltered little baby. I have you? um a very uh strong immune system. Oh god, I, I thought d- you were gonna say ovarian cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you you really crack me up, Cameron. Normally I don't laugh, but sometimes you can get to me. I guess um that's one of your talents. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, like I don't normally get sick, so when I get a little cough, it really takes a toll on me emotionally. Mm. So it's been very tough for me this week. But um, do you consider know. coughs reps? <laughs> <laughs> well, they are representative of who I am as a human person. So reps of ten. Oh, do you mean like an exercise? Yeah, like sometimes when I got a cough, I feel like my abs are getting stronger. Mm. Sometimes I don't get subversion where someone says something that means something else. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm trying. My mind is working at a million miles an hour and I have to remember to bring it back down to earth. You are. You are whip smart. (laughs) And um, I think think that's very, I appreciate that in comedy. Uh, Do you have any compliments for me while you're dishing them out? I think you're pretty funny. Thank you so much. I think you're really good. And I can't wait to check you out at the comedy festivals later on this this, this year. Thanks. I might save it for the plug section at the end. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, so we're talking about the latest Dana Carvey movie. Yeah. What was it called again? It's called The Secret Life of Pets. I loved it. You've seen it now. Well, I saw it today. That's good because we are reviewing that movie on the podcast today. And we're talking about it in part of the canon of Dana Carvey's work. Where what, it sits. And what, what is his work? Well, he's done a lot of stuff. He's done stuff like SNL. And uh, I'm not sure if the <laughs> listeners know what SNL is, but Becky, could you describe what SNL is? It's this kind of, um, <clears throat> it's these sketches, you see, where they... Where now, they, what is a sketch? A sketch Because some is... people might think it's um, a hastily done drawing. Oh, well, they would be completely wrong. <laughs> because a sketch, um, in terms of performing, uh, it's actually, you know, comedy is um, uh, tragedy plus time equals comedy. Sketch is time plus tragedy plus a large inheritance. <laughs> oh. uh, you see, a lot of wealthy yeah. people get into sketch and improv sure. um, because they, you know, they're, now, they're able enough. to I fall should back step in here and that. say uh, Becky and I are actually in a sketch duo. Okay, because yeah. I mainly know you guys from your kind of hard-hitting, stand-up. Stand-up. groundbreaking stand-up. Yeah. Sure, so, so a lot of social commentary, yes. um, race and gender issues come yeah. up quite a bit. And I, the way they would describe your work, it's kind of very underdog style. Thank you. Yes. You guys yes. are punching up. Yeah, sure, but I'm not. Down. I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to punching down. I punch all areas. I punch across. I yeah. sometimes punch the audience. I actually got into a fight the other <laughs> night on stage. Now tell uh, us about that. That's been in the news a bit recently. Yeah, I got up on. I was Becky was there. Yeah, yep. we were at this gig in Coogee, and I was in a bad place. In, well, Coogee. I was in Coogee. <laughs> it's actually quite a nice area. Is that funny? I'm trying trying to do a joke. That's really funny. No, Thanks. that is funny. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. And I got up with the wrong attitude. I got up. The crowd were combative. They were really giving it to the MC. I got up and I said... Now, who was MCing this gig? <laughs> Seren Jayamana. Really funny comedian. Yep. And I got up there and I said, look, guys, I won't be long. I need to take a shit. <laughs> he did say that. That's how I opened my set. <laughs> and it was disgusting. And one man actually said later that he felt sick. One guy, yeah. one guy said he was struggling with it. But another guy really <coughs> had a go at me for that. 
and I had to go back at him. There was some fisticuffs. What did you say well, exactly? But, and he, he got me to hold his little hat. Yes. So yeah, I did. I handed, I handed you my little hat. I said, hold <laughs> this. Don't let anybody crinkle my hat. Yeah. Because it is... <laughs> Thank you. Could, you, could you describe yeah. the hat for us? The hat was a sort of... Because um, this is an audio medium. I'd love to kind of paint a picture yeah, in the course, audience's minds. Absolutely. I think that's really important and something I'm, I'm happy to do with my words. Um, the hat was sort of... <laughs> I mean, we all know a fedora. Yes, right, a fedodo, some might call it. A fedodo. A trilby. Some people may say the fedodo should be instinct. But in fact, it's not. Well, that's a very funny little tweet. Thank you. Now, Cameron handed me... It seems like a trilby, a little trilby hat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually folds down into sort of like a, uh, <laughs> what's the word? Well, it's oh, a legionnaire's cap. Uh, he's got very sensitive skin and he's almost, almost allergic sun to the sun. I'm almost, um, <laughs> I'm almost see-through. But I apply a layer of foundation on my skin every day so yeah. that people can see so me. So if that's why I you've see... ever seen him and thought he, he's not someone that I like looking at, mm. it's yeah. that's because... And I think that kind of relates to your stand-up because you are quite transparent up there. Yeah, I get up there and I just tell it like it is. And I told this guy like it was. What did you say to this man? I said, I hate you and you make me very angry. And did you mean that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could see it. And he flipped out. He went for my throat straight away. I held Cameron's arms back because I didn't want him to get into a fight. But what ended up happening by you doing that was (laughs) I got beaten up. Yeah. Because I couldn't defend myself. Yeah. I could only kick. But I was scared for you, so I was trying to stop it. But then, you, yeah, you, you did get hit quite a few times. I got hit a lot. I started lashing out with my legs, but <laughs> I was I just fell over and I fell on the ground. And but I then, held you. I held you. Yeah, it was like the Pieta. Mm. I was being oh. held by my mummy is what it felt like. Yeah, and what was the vibe like in the room, Becky? He killed after he got straight back up and he killed. Yeah. That's great to yeah, hear. It was we- great. And was the rest of the night, did it all go on track? Or Yeah, I mean, thankfully I was the headliner, so I think that mm. sort of brought the audience back at ease to, to know that, you know, that the show would get Well, I mean, track, you could also but... say that I maybe paved the way for you having a good set. There was a certain element of that, but um, I think, <laughs> mm. yeah, just to be clear, I was the headliner and I did bring it home. Sure. I headline places as well. Yeah. I think we miss each other because we're sort of... Yeah, know, we don't get we, to giggle yeah, each other that much. <laughs> Well, the Sydney comedy scene is an absolutely vibrant place and uh, anyone should, it would be lucky enough to see any of these two great comedians out on the stage. I'm here with Becky Lucas, a local Sydney-based comedian. <laughs> and I'm also here with Cameron James. I keep forgetting this is radio. Yeah, well, to be honest, we used to be on the radio, but now um, we did, after the last episode of this show, um, we did have face some cutbacks over at uh, the ABC. So did you say cutbacks? <laughs> no, well, that's part of it. But um, okay. we did get some cutbacks over at the network and, um, well, radio is not in the same place it used to be. So it's kind of more accessible just to do a podcast. You can talk about whatever you want, do as long as you want, try yeah. and get your own sponsors again. What was again. radio like when you first started? Well, it was a different time. And when was it? it well, was I mean, of course. Oh, it was yeah. early 2016. So oh, right. um, <laughs> things were a little bit different. Uh, not too different actually, but you know, we had a lot more greats still with us back then. Okay. And unfortunately this year has been quite rough for mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the great artists that we've come to know and love have been stripped away from us. Sure. David They've Bowie. Been, yeah. Dev Bowie, Prince, yeah. the guy that did the big, big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> One of my heroes, the guy that made the Big Mac. 
Well, and, and, and also the grandma from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, <laughs> Doris, Doris <laughs> Roberts, Roberts unfortunately was, did leave this mortal, mortal coil. I did my uh, my Facebook wrap-up <laughs> of her when she died and I got uh, like 16 likes. It was yeah. really disappointing. Can I say something? 2016, go home, you're drunk. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, you, I'm can, bl- can, can it just be over already? Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. I'm done 2016. Thank seriously? you very much. Like, yeah. again? Like, <laughs> enough, okay. Like, I'm done. Okay, I mean, so I'm over it. I'm, I'm like going literally home. stop. Like 2016, another one. <laughs> um, me, and it's like a picture of me, but I'm like curled up in my blanket. It's me. Yeah. I know. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm I'm done. Okay. I'm done. All right. If, if if 2017, if one celebrity dies in 2017, I'm I'll kill myself. I'm, I'll, I'll kill, yeah, I'll kill die. myself. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I think and Trump, Trump, oh. Trump. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, you know, it's like I've what? literally haven't breathed since Trump got elected. I was like, excuse, there's no way he's going to get in. The other day, I put my hand in a toaster just because I was like, fucking oh, Trump. What? So angry. I'm so, I'm, I'm furious. F- I'm fucking angry. Oh my god. Well, we're very fortunate uh, in this world, even though these tragedies do happen, to have people like you there to yeah. bring that smile back on our faces. Uh, and today, we're going to be talking about another one of those people that does that, and actually. Quite fascinatingly enough, a lot of people that do that for us in uh, the world today. We're talking about The Secret Life of Pets, the latest film starring Dana Carvey. Uh, it's an animated film from Illumination Entertainment, the people that brought you Minions. And um, it's all about what the world is like from the eyes of a dog, a cat, or even a guinea pig. And it's about these little creatures that we know and love as being these little friendly-faced little 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 doodaddies that hang out on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that you can kind of cuddle up with, play with your, play your own games. Basically, you're the controller of their lives. But we've never really thought about what it's like to see the world from their perspective. And this movie is all about that. Yeah, we've what never these had guys... that. Like, if only there was a movie about like a cat or something where it's from. Yeah. You know, if the, and or a like comic two book, dogs like... from different sides of the you know the yeah. street who yeah. fall in love and like eat pasta and kiss. Or yeah. even like we've just m- never really experienced. Or that mice <laughs> that live in the sewer, or chickens that live on the farm. We've yeah, never seen we've anything never... like that before. <laughs> and this film is breaking a lot of new grounds. And um, I think it's quite fascinating that this film is done in 3D animation. <laughs> now, I know, Cameron, you've worked in 3D animation before. Is there any kind of light that you can shed on to us about what, this, what, what the process is of making something like that? Absolutely. It takes a long time. It costs a lot of money. And at the end of the day, you want it to look real but not too real because there's such a thing called the uncanny valley, mm. and that's where things look so lifelike that it spooks us out. It makes now, us feel sick. I felt a bit sick a couple of times in this movie. Yeah, well, did you, did you take a journey down into the Uncanny Valley? Absolutely, yeah. Um, the, there's a character in this movie called the Python, I think. I believe it's called the Viper. The Viper, sorry. Mm. And now, the Viper, the Viper, what is that? Viper, to me, is a snake. Yes. and It's a particularly venomous snake right, okay. found in the African jungle. Oh, fascinating. Now, Mm. Becky, have you ever been to Africa? I have. Oh, what's that like? Frankly, it was terrifying. Sounds great. Now, tell us about more (laughs) about this viper. (laughs) Well, see, I can relate to vipers a lot because I'm sure you know this from your research, but my nickname around town is the snake. (laughs) Yes. Um, Well. A lot of people calling me the snake, they're saying... Saying, look out for Cammy the snake. Yeah, but that's only because you've been he'll stealing. He'll get you. They go, look you out for him. He'll get you. Don't turn your back on him. He's a snake. 
Yeah, but it's just because of your snake-like nature. Lately, you've been really fucking people over. And not in a good way. Like, we're all talking about <laughs> it, like, in a in a way that seriously needs to be addressed. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've obviously spent a lot of time around snakes. And when I saw that one, I thought, wow, I'm looking at me on screen right yeah. now. Like, I saw it and I was like, that is Because well, you have out. a pet snake. Yes, I do. And you also, Cameron, actually, have you, seen, have you been to Cameron's house lately? Because he, he put some, all his old Monster Energy drink cans <laughs> on the wall and that's where he ha- hangs his fedora. That's yeah. such an interesting. It's a really interesting way to and utilize if guys, space. If you guys think for a second that I'm like sneakily touching your legs at all during this podcast, that's that's just the Viper that I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you brought him with you today into the studio. Into, yep, absolutely. I love him. What's oh. his name? Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. What's his surname? The snake. Okay. (laughs) Now, Becky, were there any moments in this film that made you squirm, made you feel uncomfortable? (laughs) Anything that you had to grapple with while watching The Secret Life of Pets? Um, There was a moment, um, I believe, where the guinea pig was... How many minutes into the film? I couldn't say. I really couldn't. But mm. basically, okay. anything. I did to do ask and... you to take notes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. That's... I didn't. Wasn't listening to you. If you could just let her answer the question. S- uh, Is okay. this going to be a problem? Or... Sorry about him. That's okay. I've been. I've I done think... the show before. Yeah. I mean, at what point do I just forget about it? He's on this back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah. I'm, Look. I'm, no. 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 I'm happy to answer your questions. No, I'm, I'm just really I must, busy. Ladies and gentlemen, I must apologise. Um, I've been going through a rough patch. I've been sick recently. <laughs> <laughs> I've been suffering an illness, <laughs> and my mental capabilities haven't all been there. And um, I've been really taking out on a lot of For my. For example, most people would say "been all there," whereas you say "all been there." So I mean, he's all muddled. <laughs> He's muddled all, yeah. as you might say. <laughs> well, you know, I, that is an example of what I'm going through at the moment. So thank you for bringing it up um, okay, in a way that was kind. Yeah. <laughs> I understand what's going on with me. So you were saying oh. something about the guinea pig? I mean, I, I can host this, Cameron. No, I'm, I'm still, I can still capable. I may be going through a bit of a sickness, but I am capable of hosting, uh, carving it up the Dana Carvey podcast. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Okay, we'll you can go sit on. back down. Okay. Let's see, right. Take me a minute to sit down. Just... <laughs> Oh, TMI. <laughs> now, TMI, what is that? Oh, God. <laughs> it's too much information. Okay. So this film, The Secret Life of Pets, is a 3D animated oh film. Oh, my God. <laughs> <made me> yours. <laughs> Ask her about the guinea pig. Oh, yeah. What about the guinea pig again? I just felt like, like, fuck, like, it was. It just didn't have the right ratio. Like its its mm. body was too big, and it's like <laughs> it was like freaking me out. It's its mouth and like its teeth and yeah. and he didn't have a home. He didn't know where to go. And I was like, at least all the home. other ones like knew where they belonged, and it was all like fucking scurrying around. It just reminded me of when I lost I I lost so many guinea pigs. Really? Can you tell yeah. us about that? Yeah, one day I um I all in one day. No, but this was the most memorable. Okay. Um, I lost a guinea pig. Uh, she, she sort of burrowed underneath this little hole. Underneath the hole. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. It was a sheep. How do we know? I well, I that's. <laughs> do you have a look at little pussy? Cameron, or? she gave birth. All right, okay. a bit more respect. She gave birth to thirty six beautiful <laughs> little children. <laughs> Sorry, we've all got mums. I can relate. I don't have a mum. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <clears throat> well, that's quite tough, but hopefully, you can find some comfort in your pets. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, yeah. so she burrowed under. I didn't know where she was. Freaked mm-hmm. out, obviously. Mm-hmm. Got a new cat. A My mum felt sorry for me. Got mm. me a new cat. That's sort of how. Uh, oh fuck! I've just revealed that I do have a mum. Oh, oh sorry. That was really oh, embarrassing. Over. 
Sometimes right. comedians, they have to go to open mics to work out the material and sometimes they try something new and it might not work. Yep. And um, that's an example that's of that. That's an that example of something that didn't quite link up. Now, Becky, you texted me today after you watched it and you said that you cried yep. all through this film. Really? I'm just in an emotional place. What have made you, you cry sick? about it? Have um, you been sick? There is well, a bug I've going around. Well, i pressure in my frontal lobe. Okay. And recurring headaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, and a, tire, a tiredness that I can't seem sure. to shake. Um do you think you'll be However, getting any material out of something like that? I don't know, Alexi, because at the moment I don't feel that there is. But you mm. know, So perhaps. what was it that made you cry? It's just that connection to a pet, you know, and I really found <laughs> mm. strength in this girl. She's, you know, she's living in New York City, which is a notoriously brutal city. Are you talking yeah. about Gidget? Extremely, or what? Gidget the dog or the, <laughs> which no, woman? I'm, the woman, Katie. Oh, Katie. Oh, Katie. She's living alone. Katie played by one of our finest comedic acting talents in the world today, Mrs. Ellie Kemper. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, back to me, one mm-hmm. of our finest um, comedic talents in Sydney. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I just thought, you Excuse know, me, she's I in need this. To clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> she's in this, you know, this dog eat dog world, and you know, pardon the pun. That's pretty um, funny. Uh, but she's in this dog eat dog world, and That's it's funny. extremely expensive. She's got this beautiful apartment. Might yeah. I say those views? Yes, you, of New York City. You can, can say it. Insane. You can I say mean, it. If I can say, I'll you let may. you say it. All right. Say if, it. if you'll well, let me I'm say, I'm the host. I will allow it. Okay, thank you, Alexi. So if I can say that those views are so beautiful. You may. And um and for her to, you know, have this dog and then for there to be that sort of tension and then at the at the end when she puts her arms and they put and they mm. rest their fucking little heads on the mm. on her mm. fucking fucking legs. <laughs> So well, really usually sweet. we don't talk like that on oh, this show, I, but uh, you did it in such a way that was quite charming and funny. So I will, oh, I will leave you. it in. Free pass. Now, when I when I watched it, I will admit I got a little bit emotional as well. Mm. Now, what does that mean? Emotional. It's a oh, short okay. way of saying it that comedians say sometimes. Thanks for saving time. We do have to run at about one hour today. <laughs> okay, um, I got a little bit emotional because I was relating myself and my friends to the animals in the film. And I know where you're going with this, Cameron. <laughs> and where's that? <laughs> You continue and I'll let you know if you're on the well, right you know, track. obviously we all see ourselves as the star of our own film, right? <laughs> so I, I did relate to Max. I see myself as a scrappy little terrier type who's loyal to a fault, loving, cool, funny, writes good bits, yeah. has his own show on FX. Yeah, so... Uh, see, I saw him as the dog catcher, the dog Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Because I was going to say originally that you, Becky, you reminded me of Duke because you just came bounding into my life and you were mm-hmm. uncouth and you were vile and you made me sick and angry and I wanted you gone. But oh, then okay. eventually I grew to respect and admire you. Yes. After we went through some ordeal. But Alexi, mm-hmm. you reminded me of <laughs> <laughs> that hawk. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Played by Mr. Albert Brooks. Yeah, because I don't trust you, but you seem like you hate yourself. <laughs> well, like I said, I have been sick, so it's been harder to live with myself recently. Um, now, the character that Cameron was referring to earlier, uh, Max, Max. Uh, a Jack Russell Terrier, uh, he's played by Mr. Louis C.K. And what a pairing. Mm. Who is a very well-renowned comedian. Now, has Louis C.K., uh, <laughs> as a young ginger man in comedy... <laughs> Becky's talking to you. <laughs> Cameron is notoriously red. Yeah, he's a red boy. Well, I'd say I have strawberry blonde hair yeah. and Celtic skin. You Has know? he ever kind of had an influence on you? I've never actually seen any of his stand up, but I um <laughs> <laughs> But I love that stuff that he does with women. <laughs> I, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah. No, I would I'm, kill um, on the open mic circuit if I had some like Louis C.K.'s cum smeared across my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he's obviously one of the greats. And much like him, I do a new hour every week. I do a new hour of material. It's not necessarily funny. No, but I'll just get up and talk. I'll yeah. just blather on, <laughs> won't I? You do blather. I blather, I blabber. Yep. I'll do lots of um, callbacks to things I haven't <laughs> set up. <laughs> now, Mr. Louis C.K. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, it's interesting that we're talking about him here, that he's working in this film mm. against uh, the magnificent Mr. Dana Carvey. Because back in the 90s, these guys were inextricably linked during the TV show, The Dana Carvey Show. Did you know that, Becky? Yep. Wow. Now, what can you tell us about that, Becky? It was, a, it was a time where they were both learning to write and produce their own, you know, this TV show together. I believe there was, you know, there was a couple of ups and downs as, you know, most mm. people. Have, have you ever had ups and downs in your own collaborations? Um, I collaborate with a guy who... We have a very tumultuous relationship. It will often go from screaming to laughter within 0.07 of a second. Um, <laughs> I won't name names, but... Um, I think we all have an idea of who this person could be. Yes. Mr. Cameron James. Cameron, would you like to comment on that On that kind of... On that dynamic? I'd say we have a um, Duke-Max type relationship. Oh, now Duke and Max are the two lead characters... In the Secret Life of Pets, uh, Max being played by renowned comedian Mr. Louis C.K. and uh, Duke, who is a giant dog, uh, who is the new kind of rambunctious character in uh, shaking up Max's life, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be a secret life or his public life. We don't really know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Duke is played by a wonderful thespian, Mr. Eric Stone Street. They came from Monday. Who is um? He's one of. He's one of my uh, idols. Fashion icons. Well, for fashion and also for, you know, kind of keeping my own um, my own body. 
fucking Jack. <laughs> what do you mean? He's, uh, he knows. He knows how to. He's um. He's a chunky man. Uh, I will say that he's a bigger fellow. Husky. And um, it's important for people like me, young husky people in the industry, to look up, <laughs> look up to people of a similar shape and size to show that you can make it, no matter what you do look like. Uh, we're at a good point again to take a little break on this show. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Becky and Cameron for joining us. Will you guys stay around for the next half of the show? I would love to stay around. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thanks. Guys, appreciate that. You're listening to the Dana Carvey podcast. It's called Carving It Up, the Dana Carvey podcast. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick little break right now. And this segment is actually uh, dedicated to the new WTF episode that just came out this week uh, starring Dana Carvey. It's an interview. So we're brought to you today by the WTF podcast. Here's a clip. We doing this? Really? Pow! I just shit my pants. And welcome back to Carving It Up, the Dana Carvey podcast. We're brought to you today by WTF, the Mark Maron podcast, where he recently interviewed none other than Mr. Dana Carvey. And we will be talking about Dana Carvey today, mainly in relation to his uh, currently released film, uh, (laughs) Secret Life of Pets. Uh, My name is Alexi Teleopoulos. I'm your host, and I'm once again... (laughs) Still joined by uh, Becky Lucas, local comedian. How are you? Hi, how are you going? Just like to say I'm not just local, I'm national and international. Thanks very much. And we're also joined by local comedian (laughs) Cameron James. Hey, can I ask how many listeners do you get for this show? Well, that's private. Can I ask it privately then? Yeah, I'll I'll tell you. I'll write it down on a piece of paper for you. Could I do a little uh, advertisement? Yes, sure. We're not into plugs yet, but if you can work it into conversation naturally. Okay, well, um, I've just heard about this great service called Alexi's Deliveries. Yeah, sure. What's that about? It's awesome. You can call up Alexi and whatever you feel like eating when you're watching a movie, he'll bring it over to your house for you. Uh, Cameron, what sort of snacks do you like to eat? Um, Thai food, thick, brothy curries, (laughs) um, casseroles, So any kind of meal, snacks, drinks, or nutritional... Soups, like (laughs) tomato-based soups. Yep. <laughs> so probably, probably not stuff like that. More like Tim Tams, sort of um, lentils and like. Yep. Okay. Um. That's. <laughs> so call up Alexi and he'll sour, swing by. Sort of like he'll sort of he'll swing soup. by an Uber. Um. As a part of it, it's a separate thing to Uber Eats. Sort of his <laughs> <laughs> so who pays for the Uber? He does. He does. Yeah. And what is what is how does he get paid? Um, <laughs> Well, he doesn't. He just does it for the love of it. But um, he wants to connect with more podcast listeners and so that's a, a handy little way for him to do it. So look him up. It's lexdeliveries.com.au and I'll throw it back to you, Lex. <laughs> Thank wow. you so much. You're listening to the Dana Carvey podcast, Carving It Up. It's all about Dana Carvey and today we're talking about the secret life of pets. <laughs> now, what could happen when you shut the door on your little dog? Is he going to muck around? Is he going to stay in his place? When you say stay, does he actually do it? Or does he fuck off and go <laughs> go on an epic adventure of gigantic proportions? Well, can I say something? I really kind of hoped that this movie was just going to be like the dogs stuck in their own apartments and maybe mm. going into each other's apartments. Yeah. And it was kind of Having cute. a little muck around. <laughs> a muck around. Hooking with like, up with each other, if you so will. Cute. Yeah, maybe like hooking up and like eating food sneakily. And the first 10 minutes was like all that. And yeah. it was pretty like cute and adorable. But then it just goes into this epic adventure mm. where yeah. they're like... It's rousing. They nearly die a bunch of times. And they, I think they kill people. They kill well, that they viper. they kill the viper in a shocking way. That was yes. really funny. In the really viper does get squished way. and it's quite humorous. Yeah, I didn't find it funny. I never find that sort of stuff funny. But that's just me. I love all cartoon people dying. <laughs> Bambi's mum. So funny. That was... Um, I like... Because uh, 
you you don't really get comedy deaths in cartoons anymore. Well, you anymore. get Kenny. Yeah, I know, but that's not for kids, really. Well, Kenny actually is about a guy that fixes toilets, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I think it's cool that they've just gone, oh, not every death has to be meaningful, life-changing and sad in this thing. Yeah. There can be funny deaths again. Like, that Viper really gets squished. It does yeah, get think- squished big time. Mm. It's, unden- it's an undeniable squish. I think it's good, yeah, for kids to kind of not take death seriously. Yeah, to be yeah, confronted so by yeah. death early on does... Uh, Kind of make the character stronger. I'll never forget when my mouse Maria, um, Lisa Marie, sorry, not Maria, that was my grandma. But um, I'll never forget when my mouse Lisa Marie died and yeah. the pain I felt. That was my first lesson. Now, in how did Lisa Marie pass? If you it, don't mind me asking, it was a shocking. It was actually shocking. And if I do tear up, I apologize. That's okay. Um, I had a beautiful little mouse who uh, I had for a few years. Mm-hmm. She lived mm-hmm. a long time. She's special. And Isn't that special? It was special. Mm. And um, it was a particularly hot day in Brisbane, a heat wave. We've all experienced that. That's something that we all know. What are we talking? We 43, 44? Look, I was young, so that all that sort of numer- so numerical 10, stuff, 12. it didn't really matter. We could probably look it up. We probably could, but um, I, I would, wouldn't like to revisit that day. But it is um, something that we can all relate to. It is You're something, right. yeah, with something we've all said, oh, heat wave, and mm. you know, that's something we know. So it's a heat wave. Um, my parents say we've got to get out of the house. It's too hot. We'll go to the park. Everyone's sitting at the park by the what, river. Just in direct sunlight. No, no. There was there was shade, but it was we we needed that river breeze. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. They wouldn't let me take the mouse, which is very strange because I, I, I travelled with the mouse a lot. I think I did about four Sydney trips. My parents lived in different states. So I would yeah. take my mouse. On yeah, the you're plane. a child of divorce. I'm a child of divorce, if you can't tell by my kind of hurried <laughs> nature. You always seem like you're trying <laughs> to impress. Desperate. Yeah, always trying to impress, always trying to keep both sides happy. Um, and so, so far, anyway, it's working. Thank you. <laughs> So anyway, it's a very hot day. I leave my and I I don't want to leave my mouse there, but my dad says, "Look, we can't take her. We don't know what's going to happen. We might go to a restaurant after. We don't know." Mm-hmm. So I leave my mouse, knowing full well she is hot. Yeah. She is sweating. She has a bead of sweat running down her chest. I find the coolest place in the house. Dad puts a, a fan fridge. on her, not a fridge. My dad puts a fan on her. Where mm-hmm. you know we're a bit worried. We're all as a collective sort of unit. Um, my stepmom, who I love as a mother. Now I notice you use the word unit and not family. Well, I've got two families. Oh, I mean, Lexi, if you want me to go into it, which I am happy to. Um, I'll stop you there. Let's <laughs> stay on track with the mouse. <laughs> my mouse. So I leave my mouse. I leave my mouse um, knowing full well she's she's overheating. Mm. Yeah, mm. You, know, you, you just know. Yeah. Mm. I, I leave and the whole time, you know, I, I stress out. I'm sitting underneath a palm tree under me and, uh, you know, I'm, we're having a barbecue. The, the fireworks, someone lets off some fireworks. I'm happy. Sure. Are you sure things just weren't exploding yeah. if it was this heat wave? No, no, they were fireworks. People were celebrating. Uh, there was um, Lovers in the Air was playing. Oh, JPY. Drifting. JPY. Beautiful yeah. moment, really. Mm. Um, One of my favourite songs. This is a very evocative story. It was a, it was a very evocative time. Yeah. Um, and then I, I came home. I arrived home. I ran to my mouse. She was stiff as a board. Oh, no. Lisa Marie, dead. Mm. Passed dead, out, dead, dead, dead from heat. And I have never cried so much since. Mm. Pretty. I, that's a pretty days. funny story. You, Not that funny. Hey, can I, do you think maybe you, you cried all your tears? I think day? so. Yeah, and that's why I don't show much emotion anymore. No, that's true. You're very I'm quite closed off. You're very yes. closed off, and I think person. that's what makes me. Sometimes I crack performer. through, and I'll get. Some, yeah, I mean, some truth you annoy me. me, but I don't <laughs> cry. No, but I could make you cry. Well, I reckon. I reckon I can could. I add something really um, funny to the end of her yes, story? Yes, of course you may. So your little mouse name is Lisa Marie. That makes me think of Sarah Marie from Big Brother. Remember yes. the bum dance? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, who could that forget funny. the bum dance? 
Well, I wouldn't want to forget it. <laughs> it's impossible to forget a woman shaking her posterior on national and, TV. And owning it. And owning it. Yes. And often she would be wearing kind of like, uh, you know, Playboy bunny ears. She sure. made it okay to be big. Yeah. And as um, a chunky <laughs> like, man trying to break into the industry as sure. well, uh, Sarah Marie was one of the... Uh, the early people that put in the groundwork for people like me to eventually kind of go out and try and take a little piece of the industry for their own. You know, in a way, I carved out my own piece. Of well, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Look, it was my sexual awakening. And <laughs> a lot of people talk about the Kardashians as bringing curves back. What about Sarah Marie? Because I would often stay up and watch shows up late Absolutely. Shows, and, yes, I would, you yes. know, and I would be hoping for a glimpse of Sarah like Marie. Like Blair's, Blair's little dinger. <laughs> the Duna dance. Yeah, the do- remember the dancing Duna? Yeah, ben I remember and, the dancing Ben and uh, Christy, was it? Mm. Ben and... Who cares? Ben and Jerry. Sexy. I remember my loins being on fire. Yeah, I was really? turned on. I was yeah. like, I can't wait to make a doona dance one day. Mm-hmm. And now as a grown-up with a doona of my own, <laughs> I can say, don't make it dance much because it's too sweaty under there. Kick it off. Now I search relentlessly. I'll search 15 minutes to try and find something that vaguely, you know, catches my interest. Yeah. And then I just give up. Yeah. So well, that's it the just world goes today. to show. That's the world today. <laughs> it is quite a fast-paced world and people get horny all the time. I wonder what Dana Carvey to... looks up. Well, probably. Old clips, old SNL clips. Probably Rich Little clips. I believe Rich Little was um, a big influence on Mr. Dana Carvey. Ah. He was a impersonator during um, the 1940s to the 1980s who would do presidents such as Reagan uh, or um, even earlier presidents such as Nixon. Mm. Cool. That's great. Name another one, Alexi. Well, people like uh, Carter. <laughs> Lincoln. And uh, Mr. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Ah. Now, you're a big fan of Dana Carvey? Yeah, I uh, have studied him. I did write a PhD about Dana Carvey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that on the Master of Disguise uh, yes, it franchise? Yes, it was on the Master of Disguise franchise and talking about its place in... Not just cinema history, but world history and international relations. What does PhD stand for? It stands for pretty hard uh, documents. And it was a pretty hard document to put together. (laughs) And and did you, was that through like a university or did you just do it independently? Well, I kind of, I just did it on my own one one day. (laughs) Right, right. Just did it in one day. In one day. day, (laughs) Yeah, one day. That's it was only 500 words, but I did a pretty good job. <laughs> That's great. Thank it it you makes so me much. think about what these little animals would have done their PhD on, these pets. Perhaps furballs or perhaps <laughs> their owners. We don't really know what the secret life of pets really is, but um, this film does attempt to try and unlock what that secret life is. And one of the uh, pets in the film is played by Mr. Dana Carvey. He plays a character called Pops. Yes. Who? What kind of dog is Pops? I'd say Pops is a Dutch hund. Oh, yeah, I love an love old dachshund. That. Or yeah. a basset hound. A basset, perhaps, even. Yeah, I would actually say he's a basset hound. Maybe Buddy is a. Wait, a was he the one with wheels? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, that's a basset hound. A basset. Y- yes. Your sausage would be the other guy. That's Hannibal Burris. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, who was most recently in Sydney. And um, you guys, being Sydney comedians, did that leave an impact on the scene at all? Um, Look, when Hannibal was here. Things changed. Everything changed. We all started smoking more weed, <laughs> mm. for one. I know yeah. I did. Now, he did uh, kind of put a, a... He kind of did try to take down those lockout laws while he was here. Did you see any kind of effect, uh, <laughs> any ripples in your scene about actually, that? Actually, it worked. Hannibal <laughs> Burris's tweet actually reversed oh. Mike Baird's um, oh, laws. Yeah. yeah. yeah Sydney's open again. Awesome. <laughs> 
I'll we'll go to bed at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And comedy's on every night. That's the cool thing that yeah, happened out of it. You can really find if you know support local comedy because if you don't yeah. support it, it won't exist. And if it doesn't exist, then who's gonna make you laugh, huh? Your dad? Don't think so. No. Yeah, comedy. Uh, it's great to see live comedy, but it's also really fun to see it at home in your own uh, comfort of your own home. You can watch it on Netflix, such as Dana Carvey's new special. And if you uh, want some snacks to go along with it, called Let's Live. Yeah. Hey, yeah. speaking of um, cool live comedy, can I just? As a further addendum to that story I told earlier, or that Becky and I told earlier. What was that story? Give us a quick recap. <laughs> Sorry for your radio listeners. Um, well, we were at a gig that was particularly rough and I told the audience I needed to shit and I bonded with them. And then <laughs> it, afterwards... It wasn't as playful as he's making it up. <laughs> afterwards, a heckler um, came up. He was giving everyone a real go. Now, a heckler, what is that? A heckler is someone who sits should in the crowd little, and yells at them. We'll do a little love. Uh, Actor. A little tete-a-tete. Okay, should I, who uh, should I be? I mean, I'm a natural performer, so perhaps I could do stand-up. Okay, mm-hmm. do some stand-up. Okay. Um, do you want me to bring you up? I've seen MCs do oh, stuff before. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, now, our next comedian, she is really funny, and uh, she's also <laughs> very pretty. Uh, it's Becky Lucas. <laughs> Thank you. And can we keep that applause going for your MC, Alexi Toliopoulos, doing a wonderful job. That's the sound of me fapping. Great crowd here tonight, guys. Mm. Great crowd here tonight. Uh, remember, if you want to smoke tonight, you've got to uh, go downstairs, get on the bus, take the bus to the ferry, get on the ferry and... Uh, Shut up! What? Oh, we've got a uh, we've got some bit of a live wire in here tonight. <laughs> yeah, mate, I can hear you. I'm not a TV. <laughs> Can't switch yeah, me well, off. you're a dumb cunt. <laughs> I'm a dumb cunt. All right, let's clap if we think he's the dumb cunt. There. See, buddy, I we think you're the dumb cunt. Suck your own dick. Well, you've got poor enough posh. You probably could suck your own dick. <laughs> Sucking me own dicky. Sucking me own dicky. Is that a language you're speaking, mate? We don't know what you're saying. You're, you're fucked. All right. Oh, this guy's been talking and someone's built a bloody comedy club around him. All right. Shut up, mate. You're an and idiot. that's the sort of thing that happens. Yeah, um, that and Becky yeah. deals with it very well. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Seeing you in that kind of uh, <laughs> made-up diorama of what a comedy scene actually is like, it was really thrilling. And um, do you like it when you have hecklers? Does it kind of... Uh... It invigorates Becky. I yeah. love it. My, my reaction to it is often that I will draw them to me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be the flame, they're the moth. I make direct eye contact. All of a sudden, they love me. This guy, this heckler, loved me, bought me a beer mm. afterwards. And then he started telling me about his type of comedy. What so is here's he... what I learned. All now, right? what's he like? Now, we all, we us in the comedy world, we think that we're the providers of jokes and of laughs everywhere. But, but this not guy, so. This guy told me, he said, look, I could never do what you guys do up there. I have my own type of comedy, but it's more for the street. Mm. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, I do pranks, bro. That's funny stuff. And I said, what, do you, what kind of pranks do you do? And he went, oh, just like jackass type stuff. Like I'll go up to some some weird looking dude on the street, hold his hand or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now that's pretty funny stuff. And something else that's quite funny is uh, Dana Carvey as the Bassetham Pops <laughs> in this film. Now, as a Dana Carvey fan myself, it was quite thrilling to hear his voice in an animated film. Or should I say an animated film? And because uh, <laughs> we haven't really seen his work in this kind of way before, which is odd because you'd think someone with over 1,000 voices could have at least provided <laughs> one of those voices to animated content before. But this is the first time. That's and, true. Why wasn't he in cartoons? Well, I think he was scared of them. I don't think he quite understood what they were, how they worked, or he is also a live performer, so he also might like to be seen My by auntie the has that disease where she thinks all cartoons are real. Really? It's, it's a disease? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a disease. It's is really it a serious. disease or an illness? It's Well, it's both. It's called being fucked in the head, yes? <laughs> 
loads. Now, Cameron, that's not yeah, Cameron, quite that's appropriate. Actually not quite I'm sorry, appropriate. I was doing a prank. That's oh, okay. That's <laughs> that, is, that is pretty funny. I do yeah. know that one of your influences uh, in comedy is um, that, that dirty bar. heckler at the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's my biggest influence, I'd say. Now, do you like cartoons, Becky? Sure, yeah, I do. Do you like, do they? I, I find cute comedy because I'm not a cute comedian. Like, I don't find mm. my jokes, you know, they're quite harsh at times. Mm. Um, whereas <laughs> and I. quite raw. I don't know, you're a bit cute. No, on but stage. I mean, I, oh, personally, I'm adorable. No, I mean, like, not as, I mean, I mean, like, your persona. You're up there and you're like, no, teehee. No, I'm talking about very <laughs> you're shocking like, things. Teehee, look at me. Yeah. Stuff like that. I would say I'm sort of more like I'm like a female Louis C.K. and people I've have seen been saying that. I've seen you up there where mm. you go like I'm a little garbage girl, I'm a little bin girl, um, I belong in the toilet. I'm just stuff a little like dumb bin girl. Just put me in the garbage because this bloody dumb little mate. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Twitter. <laughs> now that's quite funny. Now isn't that special? <laughs> Alexis. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> Look, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, I love cartoons. I think they're very cute. And that's what I loved about Secret Life of Pets. Mm. It was so cute. Like, I love the way I, – I'm, I'm just a sucker for an animation. Yeah? I love their little faces. I loved it when he was like, I miss you so much. That yeah, was so about cute. his owner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that was very cute. funny and, stuff. Yeah, and I just, like, I loved their little – I mean, look, it's, you know, it wasn't the best animation, but I was still – I was in it and I was not mm. going anywhere. I got into it too. I feel like it was at times I was like, oh, I'm kind of watching Toy Story meets like Lady and the Tramp or something. There were huge plot jumps too. Yeah. With the bunny and him, how they're like, we got (laughs) to do this. And then suddenly they have a truck. I'm like, well, how did this happen? Yeah, Yeah, but I kind of liked that. I didn't care. (laughs) I didn't care at that point. I I do because I'm sort of. I mean, you're obsessed with story. I'm more of like into the laughs. You're more about hard jokes. You're more of a yarn (laughs) spinner of a comedian where Cameron is more of a, you know, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. I mean, I zing, I zing. People, you do zing, but sometimes that's tiring, whereas people say they could watch me for hours, and I think that's sort of the sign of a real... Yeah, no, but you haven't got hours of material. <laughs> no, You've I got don't. about 40 I've minutes. I've got about 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You are working on a new show. Now, most comedians tend to do a new hour every year, but this mm-hmm. year you're kind of breaking the mold, and you're doing a four-hour show. I am doing a four-hour show. Now, tell us about that. Um, there's a lot of sitting down. There's a reflection time. There's a Q&A. Mm-hmm. I've invited a few friends on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a bit. I make martinis at one point yeah. for everyone. That's just to loosen people up and get them in the mood. Is that at the start of the show? That's in the middle. I do that at about the hour and a half point. Now, are you Becky during that scene or are you playing one of your characters? I play one of my characters called Arabella. Oh, now yeah. what's she like? Arabella is a rich ar- aristocratic wife um, of a diplomat. <laughs> and I think those things are, I think. And she has thick ankles. Thick, thick ankles with a skinny neck. And yeah. it's, yes. a, it's a source of contention between her and her husband. And people aren't um, sure if Arabella, the character, is racist or if you're or if racist. Me. It, yes, well, that, that's the thing. When I, I, I have a little, um, uh, I'm a ventriloquist. I do some yeah. ventriloquism in my new show, and that's that's a really great opportunity for, for me to say some things. I think about race using the the, the little the dummy. Mm. What's right, the puppet's so, name again? Noodles. Uh, Noodles. Yes, and he is a gollywog. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, I can really just go for it. And that, that's not me saying that stuff. <laughs> that's noodles. <laughs> that's noodles. Yeah, so that's, that's good. That's freedom for me. Uh, and you can catch this show. What's it titled again? Sorry. It's called Whatever. Yeah, and it's a pretty it's a pretty funny idea for a show and the post is great. It is Becky kind of hunching her shoulders over with her arms outstretched yeah. as if posing the question of whatever to the people looking at exactly. the Exactly, and I've got race <laughs> and war written on both hands. Yeah. And on mm-hmm. my legs I've got 
Trump and Sanders, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bernie Sanders. It sounds fantastic. Uh, we're almost out of time here. Well, um, we've talked about this movie a lot. Yeah. it's uh, Now, if anyone wants to check out The Secret Life of Pets, uh, we will be doing a local screening here in Sydney. A slow school. <laughs> Did a, you mean to say a slow school a, screening? A slow school screen, <laughs> screening where we we play the movie we, about half speed so we can talk about it and analyse it frame by frame. We get three of the dumbest kids from each of the regional schools. <laughs> <laughs> and we just and we give them free popcorn and and we just have fun and we. But talk. we do charge for cokes. Yes. <laughs> if any- and we charge them more than what they're worth because they're too dumb to understand. It's a wonderful little operation we've got. <laughs> now, would you guys recommend the Secret Life of Pets to anybody curious in finding out what pets actually do get up to when we close the doors and leave them inside when we go about living our everyday life, such as going for work to the <laughs> shops, getting groceries, or even trying to meet a lover? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you know, Katie didn't have a lover and I respected her for that. I reckon she probably did. She just didn't she bring did. him home. Well, whatever. I think that's good to not bring a man into your domain straight away. That's a good idea. I would recommend it to people. I think it was pretty cute, pretty fun. Um, it was an adventure. A lot of the movie is animals being thrown around. Um, they hit a lot of people with cars. I don't like seeing people their bodies die. flail like that. Although it did make me want to see a dog fall. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, fall to... from a building, hit an yeah. awning, bounce off that awning, <laughs> yeah. land in a flower bed. Yeah, I'm like, okay. their back would be broken within minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, like, I, <laughs> they're, they're constantly falling off shit. And I'm like, their backs would be done. No, like, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> I mean, my, if this was live action, this would be like a Milo and Otis situation where yeah. they would go through, oh, countless animals. Now, what did happen on Milo and Otis? They they That's... killed every animal after every scene. Even if the animals survived the scene, they would break its neck. <laughs> Now that's quite controversial. Yeah. And I think that's one of the great things that animation does. You can treat an animal like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't have a negative impact on its body or neck. Oh, that's true. That it raises true. the question though, is it promoting violence towards mm. animals? Yeah. And that's what we have to remember. Now, do you think violence against animals is funny? Um in 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 the way it's done, I think um in definitely. This. Like if you pull a dog's tail, that's funny. Yeah. Blowing if you punch face, it, punch, but if you punch it mouth. in the snout, yeah, not funny. Not but funny. In the animated world, we can get away with those things oh, and yes. have a laugh at them. Yeah, I, well, I didn't laugh at the. You know, I, I know you guys thought it was funny, but I thought the viper scene was actually really, you know, kind of sad. Yeah, and it's not what the snake community needs. You know, especially I mean, Cameron owns <laughs> well, snakes, I mean, and he's always trying to. Tell I know, us but how we've got to we've got to laugh at what we're afraid of. And my biggest fear is obviously the death of a snake. Yeah. Not not only because I have one, and but also because I am one. Like people yeah. call me Cameron the Snake. I now, don't know if why you guys do they call that. you that? Well, they say like, look out for Cameron because he steals. Um, he'll steal he your steals material. And, yeah. He'll um he'll stab you in the back. He'll pretend he's your friend. Then he'll and he'll also sell steal, you steal chips. You know, stuff like if you got if you've got any food Are laying we talking around, hot chips or perhaps it doesn't a, matter. A crispy Smith doesn't matter to him. As long as it's made out of potato, I'm eating it. Mm. I'm eating it. Mm. <laughs> I'll eat it. Yeah. And that's yeah. the sort of attitude that, I mean, no one is calling him the snake. That's, that's because. Well, I mean, that's a nickname that people have been saying. I don't know if it's, you guys want to tweet about it. been pushing. Mm. Maybe tweet me with the, the snake emoji. That's what people have been doing. That's, it's good to get it any kind of following in this day of social media. And now we did positively recommend this film to all audience members out there, but I must strongly suggest that any people that are fans of this podcast or fans of 
Dana Carvey himself, this is a must-see film. To see where the master is at in this time of his life, which is very exciting at the moment. He's got a new Netflix special. He's got a new episode of WTF. And he's been featured in the film The Secret Life of Pets. It's great to catch up with where the master is at now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on Carving It Up, the Dana Carvey podcast. I've been your host, Alexi Toliopoulos. My guests have been Becky Lucas. Thank you. I've been Becky Lucas. Um, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Becky underscore Lucas 89. All you have to do is remember, you just remember that, her name like, and then an uh, underscore and then, and then the, the year, year I was born. born. So it's a real cinch. Yeah, it's really easy to remember. Easy to track down. And I must say, you do some pretty funny tweets on Thank there. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I've got an active brain and I it can't be stopped. And I sort of, people say, how do you do it? And I say, I just do. How does the snake know to crawl? How well, does I can the- answer that. Um, <laughs> just belly, belly on the ground, squirm around till you get to the food. Yeah. Super easy. That could also describe you on a Saturday night. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> We've also been joined by Mr. Cameron James. Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Cameron James. Uh, and also I have a podcast of my own. Yep, what's that about? It's called Mic Check with Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Cameron James, and actually you're Alexi Toliopoulos. <laughs> Isn't that special? And uh, we talk all about the films of Mike Myers. Now, why would anyone do that? Well, he's great. He's, he's one of the great comic masters, and um, we're going through all of his films um, just to check if they're still good or not. And, and, it's, and, it's and can I just cut in and say that whilst I do not have a podcast, mm. I am a popular guest on many, many podcasts. Interesting, yes. interesting. Becky is quite in demand and she's seen as an influencer on the local comedy scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I also have another one called Blank Slate Movie Podcast, which mm. is just about cinema in general. And you're also on that one. Yeah, I do <laughs> tend to get around. Hey, wait, do you guys know each other? Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> what? Did you not know that? I didn't know that. Did that not come our chemistry not come across? Well, no. We've been told we do have quite uh adversarial dynamic. <laughs> well, I guess I assume, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Now, if people were wanting to give your podcast a rating on iTunes, the Mic Check podcast, mm-hmm. what should they do? I'd recommend they go to iTunes, they give it five stars. Let's and say just be honest. Like, no, no, care. just give it five. <laughs> and, um, and then maybe even recommend a, a spin-off that they'd like to hear us talk about. For example, we've done episodes on Dana Carvey that we've yep. called Carving It Up. Yes, and they've been quite well received. Yeah. Sure. And um, <laughs> there's other ones, maybe. Um, uh, Enter Sandman is one that's possibly coming up about Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. So perhaps listeners of your podcast, Horny Babies, I believe you call them. Yeah. They could give it five stars on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And then in their review, they could leave the title and concept for what they would like. Well, that's the show a great to be. plug for my show. Thank you so much. And remember that five stars isn't always necessary. Sometimes well, you, know, <coughs> it um, does help, you might so. want to leave three stars because that's, you know, how you felt or four or whatever, or even one if you hated it. No, I mean like five. So, yeah. Five, I mean, five is a rating that mm. you can give. It's the one. It's but, the only um, one. The one star is also another rating. No. Well, <laughs> it's unfair. Um, and you can check that out at Mike Check pod on twitter and it's also on facebook becky do you have anything coming up that you'd love to promote um christmas i'd like to promote christmas i can't wait i can't wait yeah i'd like to promote christmas i'd like to promote new year's eve i'd like to promote what are our plans i'm not hanging out with you on on new year's eve definitely not you get too emotional yeah you want to go through the whole year well i think it's important for us to celebrate our 
our what? victories, our friendship, mm. you know, bit by I bit. I think I'm hanging out with Lax. What are we doing? Um, well, I could come hang, hang out with you guys. We could celebrate our victories. I think it's just friendship. better when it's just, yeah. Yeah, no. Sorry, Cameron. We're busy that night. We're so busy. Interesting, interesting. Um. Anyway, listeners, thank you so much for joining us once again on Carving It Up, the unofficial Dana Carvey (laughs) podcast, hosted by me, Alexi Toliopoulos. And this is probably our last episode for the year. So I'd like you guys to, you know, maybe go home, share this podcast with your family, but also share the good times. Oh, also, what about, you know, when you're carving it up, Mm. the chicken at Christmas, you tell people to carve it up. In fact, why don't you change the name of this to Carve It Up? Well, we've got all our artwork done, so I don't know if we can actually just, do yeah, that. Yeah, let's change it. Let's put, I'm going to put the wheels in motion. I'll talk to my lawyer. Don't well, I guess you've been listening to Carve It Up. Yeah, Carve It Up at Christmas. Carve so, It Up at Christmas. Did you, is this officially Carve It yeah. Up now? Um, <laughs> I, I'm spiraling out. <coughs> oh, God, the sickness oh God. has come back. All right. <coughs> you've, you've brought his sickness. <laughs> oh, my God. Carve It Up at Christmas. Alexi. Alexi. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.